Did. I kind of did earn it last time because we, I mean, paper, scissors, rock, but that that's earning it, right? Now you've won it in the yeah. game. Yeah. Now I've actually won it. So. The, the, it's one small yeah. step for man. Yeah. <laughs> Your destiny is fulfilled. It, yes. Like they should make it's an ESPN back. 30 for 30 about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Episode 55, here in the month of June. 55, man. 55. Man. I I think I've been close to half of these now. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you were in the yeah. late 20s. So you're getting Was there. I? Yeah, late uh, 28 maybe. Okay. Back when we was in the yeah, late so. 20s. I'm 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 right. almost so, halfway. So I know I think yeah, you're yeah, you're you're very close. Like next episode would be <laughs> Literally 50% would have you included. I'm going to have to go back and find out when I actually did start. You're at 50% right now, John. Yes, 50%. But welcome back. Uh, we uh, have a fairly quick turnaround from last episode when we recorded in the month of May for episode 54, which was Uranus is getting, sorry, <laughs> Uranus is getting a probe. Um, we were fairly late in the month of May. And so we're recording here in June and um, we're excited to share even what was really just a couple of weeks. A lot really has happened Yeah, uh, in yeah. all aspects of what we got going on. So um, I think to kick it off, it's only natural to talk about last night, the summer solstice. Oh part. yeah. Oh yeah. It's speciation. Was last night the actual solstice or is it? No, uh, it's Monday uh, the 21st, I think. Tuesday. June, yeah, yeah. Tuesday. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so um, our good friends at Speciation Ales uh, here in Grand Rapids um, put on a summer solstice party. Uh, David and I went last year, and we were actually introduced to Underberg at that time. Yeah. That was the first time we ever were introduced. And um, we were talking to a few people there at the party last night and just saying how crazy it is from last year to this year. We are such good friends with Speciation now, and uh, and same with, with Underberg. Yeah, you know, yeah. having literally drank it the first time, and then now a year later, just the relationship we have Sorry. with them is quite a special. Our first Berg, uh, Berg break, I guess you could say. Yes. Yeah. Our first true yeah. Berg break was there at Speciation. Yeah. So they put on an absolutely wonderful show, and we'll get into the details in a second. But let's crack this beer. Oh yeah. Sorry. All right. From the Moon Room over at Ecliptic Brewing, in Portland, Oregon. Maybach Lager. M A I B O. CK, Maybach. Yes. Right? Yes. Not it, Maybach, Maybach. I think yeah, my, okay. I think that's pr- that's pronounced correctly. All right. Um, is a golden or a pale golden in color and full of flavor. This robust German style lager is traditionally released in May and features a great balance of hop and malt. Ooh, sounds delicious. Another from there. Oh, here we go. Crack it. Oh god. Oh, that's that, that was oh, a lager crock. That was a fantastic crack. crack. Yeah, it was. It was a, a, a lager crock. <laughs> a lager yeah. crock, you know. Um, um, no, yeah, you know yeah. how lagers sound a little bit different. Yeah, it's a. It's They're, a maybe a little more carbonation. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it, a little, it definitely had that lager. Sounds like, like a uh, you know bubbly water. You know. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, like a Lacroix. Um, no, but uh, yeah, Ecliptic has been pushing their moon room um, lately, and for good reason. I mean, if you live in Portland. 
Ecliptic is probably a staple for you, but now to know that they have a second location that is specifically designed to produce the most amazing lagers and also in a theme that is completely surrounded by the moon. It is uh, a very special place, and I look forward to being there in person one day. And I, we will. Last time, last episode, I actually you gave me the before we toast. You gave me the um, rundown on the last ones we had. Yes. And I was thinking to myself tonight, like, you know, we went out early this morning, mountain biked. It's been kind of it's been a beautiful day, but like beautiful day. You just want something crisp at the end of the day. And when I saw the the rice lager and the jasmine one, I was like, oh, they gave them to us again. I'm- yeah. Those were good. Those were very refreshing. But this sounds equally as good. Yes. So cheers to Ecliptic and the Moon Room. Thank you, John Harris and Colette Becker. Cheers. Cheers. Yummy. Oh, that's that's good. Mm. That's that hits my spot. Yeah, it does. It's nice. It's just a. How would you describe that? It's a. It's a. It's a very like the. It's a very malty finish lager. Yeah. It's yeah. light enough, but it has a little bit of robustness and flavor, yeah. but it still fits that light beer category. Totally. And it, it you could tell it's very well made. I, f- I yeah. feel like it... Like, very citrusy. It just worked yeah. its, its way from the front of my tongue to the back. Like, yeah. you get that malt at the back, yep. and you get the, the kind of hop... Not really hoppy, but, but like that crispiness on the front. Yeah, a little bit of like that, like you were saying, the citrus, yeah. a little hoppy. Maybe yeah. front, maybe it's a citrus um, tone from yeah. the hops. It's like very good. just rode my tongue all the way down. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, good. very, very good. Um, a Maybach lager from the Moon Room at Ecliptic Brewing. They um, what is this are located at, at 930 East Oak Street, I think, right? Isn't that the at the bottom? The address? Hang on a second. Oh, 7.4. Whew. Oh, yeah. Fits uh, the light beer category. Uh, yes. Come visit the like Moon Room in Southeast Portland at 730 Southeast Oak Street. There you go, folks. If you're Check in Portland, out. get yourself over there if you haven't already. I trust that if you're a listener of this podcast, you most likely have already been there. But if you haven't, hey, you know what? Get on over. Yeah. But yeah, 7.4. I redact my comment about the light beer count. Yeah, well, yeah, um, it tastes like a light beer. Like you couldn't even... I mean, I could drink that whole thing and not even. You can tell it's got more than the rice lagers because those are like four, eight. I -hmm. think it's it's definitely got more. But I wasn't expecting sevens. I was expecting maybe six. Yeah, it is uh, one that in a blind taste test, if they said, "What is the ABV of this beverage?" I would say five point two. Yeah, you know, like a light, like a. I was thinking like an Oberon, like a five eight, four point eight. You know, yeah, maybe seven point four. That's like a two hearted baby. (laughs) Hell yeah. Get her done. Cheers. Uh, a very special beer. And so getting back to uh, mm-hmm. our other good friends, our other brewery friends over at Speciation Ales, hosting their summer solstice party yesterday um, was just a fantastic time. It really grew from last year to this it year. It did. It was yeah. very busy, but in a, yeah. a in a good way. I feel like everyone there is a cool per. It seems like everyone in the audience is, you know, a good Oh person. yeah, it was a killer yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, super good crowd. So everyone's fine with waiting. And I, but I really do think that if they want to continue doing that, um, it would seriously warrant the same amount of effort put into something like the Wood Age Beer Fest at Vivant. Yeah, eventually. I was oh, yeah. thinking that. Yeah, like <laughs> take over that parking lot. Yep. Yeah. yeah Porta they potties. Could totally do, that. do do some like other serving stations out in the parking lot. Yeah. You know, bring some kegs out. Uh, yeah. on a cooler i was a little surprised well i mean maybe they didn't know how many to to expect but i was a little surprised they didn't set out some kind of like 
you know, beer dis- distribution out in the parking lot or yeah. out in the yard or something. That's usually what they do is the... There's um, definitely enough yeah. people to support that. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. they usually do the food in the outdoor area, yeah. but yeah. I mean, every time last year they had that same thing. Yeah. Barbecue um, last year. Yeah. 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 Except the only time I've seen it differently would, would have been uh winter when they had the, the nachos in the inside. On the inside yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they, I was actually talking to uh, Julia about this, this, this actually today, this afternoon. Um, it's kind of like a bazaar, B-A-Z-A-A-R. Like they just, they do a certain thing. They're like, Hey, we're a brewery, but we're open to, um, helping support some local vendors and you guys can just come set up shop and like do your business here. Yeah. Um, and they, they are constantly rotating it. It's like today, like literally the day after a big yearly party that they do, they had a, uh, another food vendor Mm -hmm. today, which is, it's just super cool. Like it's like anybody Mm -hmm. that wants to show up and you know, we trust that they serve good food. We've had a conversation with them and we like what they've got going on here. Yeah. I just think it's a cool event. It's very community driven. Um, and one stop Coney was the food caterer, um, good friends of ours. And they, they definitely rocked it. They were slinging some dogs. They were so good. Um, and the fries, Ooh, fries, fries were amazing. They're just, they, they know how to do it. Connor and Olivia over there. Um, they they know what they're doing go go oh, yeah. check out one stop but it was a fantastic event and we saw some friends there we saw mitch um the the owner and head I was, brewmaster i was gonna say that we got a yep. chance yep. to catch up with him yeah sounds like things are good yep. things are going well for sure didn't see ward yeah didn't see ward there but uh slacker but one of these last things, year though he was yeah he introduced us to underberg i will f- i'm forever grateful he's a slacker um yeah this year i i, I don't i'm not sure if he was out of town or or what but uh but we definitely need to chat with them about our astronomy night. I think yeah. it would, you know, it'd be really fun is to, you know, if, if they're willing to work with us on it, um, you could even make it a, a, even a little bit more family. Not that the one last night wasn't family friendly. It absolutely was. I mean, you had your kids there. It was a good time, yeah. whatever. But you could do what we were going to say with the astronomy night. You know, we bring the big telescopes. Um, your dad comes and tells about the night sky. And you could also have a food truck yeah. or a food tent that night. Oh, like yeah. you could get one stop to come back out and, you know, people can bring their kids out, like teach them about space and the night sky. And it would just be, it would be so much fun. So we, we should chat think, with them again. Yeah. I think like, uh, August, September, October when the weather's still good, yep. but it's not light out so dark or so late. Yeah. It gets, September would know, be a good month yeah, for that. Once, once it starts getting dark here, darker at 6.30, yeah, like, 7. And it's still a warm night. It's not like you're standing out there in 30 degrees. That'd be a prime like time it. to do it. Yeah, because yeah, if it was in the middle, of, like right now, you'd have to do it at like 10. Yeah. Right? And they close at 11. It just wouldn't work. So in yeah. the fall, we have plenty of time. But Spring I, was, <laughs> it was so damn cloudy. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have so worked cloudy. at all. Yeah. Like I feel you like fall is probably the best opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. We do the fall. Check that out with them because I think, um, and we could call it like our, you know, we sometimes use as our, our podcasts, um, hashtag is get out, look up. And that could be like the get out, look up night, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just getting to experience yet another event there at Speciation Ales. They're good friends of ours. And if you live in Grand Rapids, definitely check them out. They are, when you're there, you feel like you're in your friend's backyard. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The, we, uh, I had the uh, slushy. 
Oh, it was so good. It was That's so a, good. We I mean, had, it wasn't uh, even that hot of a day or anything, but it just tasted so damn good. It was really good. A fruit punch one and a yeah. blue, I think they had like a blue one too. And they were, yeah, everything. They have special events. It's like a Hawaiian tiki type theme. Um, very big shout out to them. And it was uh, inspirational, I think, for us to uh, see what events are like there. Yeah. and aspire mm-hmm. to have we, something we were similar. rocking the uh, eot shirts the yeah. new ones and the yep. underberg and, and the underberg shirts yep yeah, yeah and um and yeah. then the the gentleman that took our amazing underberg photo last year wes over at um the beer hall is his instagram handle at the beer hall fantastic photographer very talented um, works with a lot of local breweries and distilleries and um takes some really nice photos of their product did you um, get that yeah. shirt last night what shirt that you're wearing. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't see. Your shirt, John. I couldn't see where your ass were pointing. No. Um, the shirt, yeah, John. Yes, I did. I did get the shirt last night. Native Species Winery is um, uh, Speciation Ales wine brand. You know, Mitch, um, a couple of years ago, was diagnosed with celiac disease. And as a brewer, I, I can see how that, I mean, that would, that would seriously put a huge hurdle in front of most people. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I brew beer for a living. Beer is, like, the most glutinous thing yeah. you could yeah. ever drink. You know, it's it's literally just wheat. Yeah. And, um, but he, he was like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I know we've got a good thing going. But to kind of continue allowing myself to feel passionate about this, I'm going to start a wine brand and then a seltzer as well. And the seltzers we talked about back in February, I think that was episode 52 with them, yeah. that they're potentially going to actually kick their seltzers out similar to this as their own brand yeah uh which would be really cool but it's, yeah it's a cool little like like it's native species but it looks like the the old NBA pistons team, logo yeah the pistons yeah it's like the 1989 nba champion pistons yeah. logo yeah, yeah i i'm a huge basketball fan so the back it, of it, it says pippin <laughs> yeah he didn't play for the pistons. <laughs> he was the bulls but no it's uh it's Joel a great Dumas. a great shirt uh, I couldn't, I couldn't help. They, they had it a while back at speciation and then, um, it went away. I couldn't find it. And I kept saying, you know, every time I would see it, I was like, oh, I should get this. And then I saw it again there last night. Yeah. I was and tempted it, on that one. That was, like was I mean, that was that a really was like good the thing. bad boys pistons. Yes. Like it was Isaiah Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. 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 When they were, um, they were really good back then, but Bill Lambeer. They, yeah, exactly. They had the, um, the entire rack full of shirts last night. And when I first went to get a beer at Speciation for their event, and uh, when you and I went back up to get a second beer, it was a long line. But mm. I, I, again, everyone was cool. Everyone was patient. And um, when we went back up, that, that rack was half full. Yeah. They, they sold a lot of yeah. merchandise. I'm, I'm happy for them. I, I think it was a great mm-hmm. event and kind of a surprise. Maybe I, I'd like to hear from Mitch and Ward if, if that amount of people shocked them at you all. Know, yeah. You know what would look cool on a t-shirt? What's that? Is our new one, the light blue with our pink in yep. speciation's logo right on the chest that would look cool and underberg that, on the shoulder on, yeah on shoulder of the back sleeve Ooh. be good that's actually a really good segue here's a yeah. segue david and i were talking about this on when was it at winchester or not winchester um meanwhile yeah or no i don't even know when this was okay anyway we were chatting about how you know eclipse on tap it's a podcast at its core but we like to ride bikes, so we form a cycling team. We like to run, so maybe we'll start to do, maybe we'll make like a running uh, singlet or a running shirt. Yeah. Tank so like tap. A, a tank tap. Something when we race, we can like wear it, right? Yeah. And maybe we get that Hoka partnership. Yeah. Okay, who knows? But we were also saying, what about Eclipse on Tap angling? Ooh. 
Eclipse on fish. Yeah, we, so we make a hooded long sleeve, you know, like, those, like the pros wear t-shirt. Oh, I think I was thinking lures. No, I mean we're like that, angling, oh, we, like we, fishing. Oh, yeah. We could get yeah. to that too. But like the we're e, thinking just the EOT uh, fishing team. Yeah, I like it. EOT, like a one of those. Uh, I mean, like a sun shirt, more or less, with a yeah. hood. Yeah, yeah. They we sell them. Um, um, I we, we I actually met. We were having a great conversation with Gary over at V13 back on Wednesday, and I meant to ask him because it was such a perfect time to see. Does he have? I know he's got the UV material he uses like on our kit. Yeah. But you know the what we're talking about the hooded yeah. like long sleeves like that the a, pros wear. Yeah, they're like a flit, uh, wicking material. Yeah, it's like a yeah. super light like. Does could he? It's like a could he pro do that bowling for shirt for sure. Yes, exactly. He's got that stuff. Yeah, could yeah. he stitch a hood on and then put our oh, look, he, like? Did oh. you see the shorts that he was wearing at Gratton? Yeah, that yeah. he made. Yeah, he was L- telling me they're that sweet. They're they were really cool. Yeah, he um is such an inspiration when it comes to like athletic apparel because he is truly like at the at the forefront of what's next yeah like, yeah that's what he builds his business on is yeah. performance constantly innovating and um, yeah. trying out new cuts and new materials and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah yep. huge shout out to him he i mean he we got to have him on sometime we should yeah i think it'd be a blast to have a mm-hmm. gary on uh he's been repping the kid out at Gratton, and uh we greatly appreciate him uh and for what he does spreading with us. the uh eclipse word yes. to all he and uh jeremiah were first and second at the Kapai classic last week oh yeah yes indeed yeah in Kaupai their classic. age group all all of a sudden well, we've got two I, out of three on the podium eot they're yeah. under 50 i think <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah. Arthur, you're under 50 they're still on the yeah. podium no it was good that was a good result for them yeah very good result very cool. and we uh we melted this past week at Gratton though oh god it was hot it was. We were, like we were all out there. Mercury. The whole the whole podcast crew was out there. We we haven't had the full podcast crew out there in a little while, actually. Yeah. I feel like it's been a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Between yeah. rain and uh, rain, rain and work and, and work and travel stuff, things. Yeah. 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 It was it was very hot, but yeah. it was a good race. I think as a team, we always enjoy, um, you know, Grattan for those. I feel like for Grattan that those for those that don't know, it essentially is the perfect balance of exhibition and being able to be competitive, but also room not, for error. Yeah, room for like like, like a, a, a not a steep learning curve. It's like yeah, it's, just, it's like a, a sandbox. People help you. It's a sandbox yeah. for yeah. learning how to race a bike. And I wasn't sure where you're going with that. I thought you were gonna say for people that don't know, it's actually the Super Bowl of Michigan <laughs> cycling. Okay. <laughs> It is the world's longest grand tour. It is. Yes. It is the, yeah. the longest grand tour. I mean, it, it's, it absolutely is. And and Brian yeah. needs to make shirts or so we need to something has to happen with that. Yes. Make sure. August. We yeah. we I so I gave him one of our shirts this week. He gave us all a shirt, a Gratton shirt at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do like a col- collaboration with Gratton with Gratton EOT. Yeah, yeah. And, it has and to happen. We just anybody that signs up next year, it's an EOT Gratton sponsor. Or, Gratton EOT sponsored shirt. Yeah, I <laughs> the official shirt sponsor of Gratton. Well, mm-hmm. you know how we have this uh, this kind of idea. the The logo that we made recently with one of the SpaceX rockets that yes. you that you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And I we had kind of the idea of doing almost like cartoons of ourselves. That would be cool on the shirt for Gratton yeah. and Eclipse on Tap. Yeah, the yeah. best. It's yeah. um, it's like the uh, formula day yeah. uh, game board. I wonder yeah. what, you he, know where they're all popping yeah. out. Yeah. Like We'd be like throwing dice. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what he charges to be a sponsor, like all the bike shops and everything. I feel like if we told them, like if the three of us, EOT pitched in, wants to be one of the official sponsors of Gratton. 
well i think it would be a scenario like if for the shirts thing if we said we <laughs> want to do the shirts whatever, whatever advantage benefits is putting in we'll double it <laughs> there you go <laughs> and we'll put we'll put one dollar more one dollar yeah one cent more. Yeah. i feel like if you if we did a scenario like he did this year where he do, he had shirts made for everyone uh that that signed up for the race i think even if you were a, a day a nightly yeah a rider that if you showed up on day one yeah you, you, you got, got a shirt, shirt. Um, if we got together and pitched in to buy the shirts yeah. and run it through, uh, marketing tools, yeah. get the Grattan logo and then like our logo also on there Also a sponsor too. of the podcast, marketing tools. Marketing tools. Yep. Yeah. But if we get, if we were to do that and say like, all right, Brian, here's the shirts for this year, then that's an easy way for us to yeah. Yeah, be, become a sponsor in a way. Um, yeah. Because it is such an integral part of our, what we do. I mean, it is really a fun time. So yeah, th- this week we were melting absolutely yeah. but we had a good yeah. i'm not kidding it, it was like riding a bike on the surface of mercury it like felt, yeah. just scorched earth it felt like a hairdryer was blowing at you the whole night I, the feels like was what 111 yeah one yeah. one 109 it was, it was <laughs> yeah. very very hot and there was it was dangerous at times i think like i had to check myself a few times yeah where i was like yeah. you're going too hard in this yeah. heat bro i yeah, so i yeah. was with david for i don't know three four laps and as soon as i dropped off like goosebumps all over my arms yeah. and legs it's like heat stroke yeah, is setting yeah, in. yeah i need to uh take take a log off this fire and mm-hmm. cool down yeah. a little bit it was a little bit warm out there yeah yeah was. with the new um luckily there's some new pavement though in some of the sections that there used to be a lot of like um tar sealant mm-hmm. where that stuff when it gets um a little bit warm it's it's like sketchy as hell yeah, out it's there. like an actual it's like so you, glue. Gotta be, you gotta be careful um yeah. when it comes to that stuff but now well, it, more it, of you'll the like swerve are, on it yeah like it feels yeah. like you have a flat tire it's it's like melted so as yeah. you're like going around a corner it'll yeah. just give out on you yeah it's um the fact that they've repaved a lot of that especially the s turns or their s curves i guess mm-hmm. um those, those are Senna S's. The Senna S's. Mm-hmm. They, those needed it really bad last year because that, that was all chipping up and everything. But Yeah, it was. So it's a little bit less sketchy when it's that hot, I think, now. In the key corners that you're a little bit worried on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I just sent it out there, man. I just left it all out there. Yeah, it yeah, just bro. rode me off your wheel. Yeah, just just was riding along. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good race. I think I, I felt... Uh, probably like I, I fi- finally feel like I'm getting my Grattan legs back. You know, we're, it, it's been a little bit of a weird year with some of the rain. Um, but uh, yeah, for those of you that listen to the podcast that also race Grattan, um, we've been enjoying being out there with you this year. Yeah. It's fun. It's always a fun time for us. So um, as far as space news is concerned, it is a quick turnaround. But yeah. the one thing I feel like we did need to bring up was that SpaceX just recently landed a booster, Falcon 9 booster, in the ocean for the 13th time. That is... 13th time. Lucky 13. Crazy. Hey, I mean, that is nuts to be able to use a a rocket 13 times and land it successfully on a drone ship in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, every time I watch it, it, it really does look like CGI. And um, it, it just is so it's becoming to the point where you almost want to call it flawless. Yeah. I mean, you always understand that if you're igniting a, a rocket up into space and back, it, there is room for error and it could go wrong, but it's pretty damn near. Flawless. Well, I mean, like yeah. look at the last two days here, how windy it was. 
Like, yeah. what if what if on the way down you get a day like that, and you just get this gusty wind? I mean, well, they they have that all timed out too. I, like, yeah. they'll like. I realize that, but it's still impressive that like, yeah, you don't get caught off guard by a gust of wind, and all of a sudden, you know the the booster is missing yeah. the, the target. Well, especially, ship. um, yeah, that that's the one of the craziest things is that when it's out in the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's got to be quite a bit more wind out there. Yeah. It's um, most to block anything. Yeah. No. So to be able to land that thing on one of those little rafts that they have out there, that's, that's insane to me. Yeah. yeah the, that thing can like pinpoint that location mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean. That's crazy to me. I mean, they, they, that's the one maneuver that I think, um, they spent or had to take a little bit more time to actually perfect because that's yeah. the one early on that they couldn't quite get. Yeah, it took um, it took a lot of trial and error, but and now the point you look at this one landing for the thirteenth straight time, we were talking about it before the podcast, but it it somewhat proves, or I would say almost always, uh, fully proves their model of sustainability. That was like one of his big Elon Musk's big things when he first started SpaceX was I recognize um, a, a niche in this market that doesn't ex- like I'm going to create something new, sustainable rockets. Yeah. It, it can be done, yeah. and he what, has uh, proven. What is the projected lifespan for those? I don't. I think I don't know if they have one. I really don't. I feel like it's Ray they're Bond. still they're trying to figure that out. Yeah. I think. You know. Yeah, you just keep maybe because I mean they're not really. I wouldn't say they're necessarily going to be using you know the thirteenth or fourteenth try for this one booster on like uh, a manned launch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to launch satellites or something, a little less of a. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to break out the old rusty bus for the uh, yeah. the crew. There's a couple there, screws getting loose on yeah. this one, yeah. but we still feel like you'll be all right. Starting to rust on the corner, but... Uh, yeah, you know, you go up there, we, we'll be just fine. You'll the be, toilet's you'll... broken that one, too. <laughs> so uh, We're just trying to push the limit of what we can do, you know? We, we tossed a septic tank in the middle of it. See how that works. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, it, it is impressive, though. I mean, just... The amount of like thrust and like power that that unit has experienced, like that yeah. that, that those materials, that steel. Yeah, you would that. think that it would weaken after a little bit. Yeah, I mean the inspection of that thing must be insane when that when they actually get I'm, their hands on it. Mm-hmm. I'm tracking yeah. this down. What is the expected lifespan number of launches for a SpaceX Falcon Nine rocket? Hang yes, on. precisely, Hang. precisely, John. I'm I'm scrolling. Have you got it? I don't. Everybody's thrown out all these crazy numbers that I don't understand. Ten thousand. Twelve thousand. This might not have been the best link. Maybe no one really does know. One hundred launches. Is, okay. Yeah. But with significant reimbursement every ten launches. Okay. So it's essentially maybe a scenario where they've a um, hundred launches out of a single rocket that is nuts it is yeah, that's, uh, not only launches but landings yeah yeah that the, that's insane the fuel cell for the entire yeah. thing the entire mission um can be reused well then you think the capsules even like think of think back to apollo the capsules weren't even like they they one it was one and done i mean yeah now the capsules are being reused and things like that too so mm. it's like that's it that's a pretty crazy to me um, that they Sorry, can. Sorry, the sun's setting. I just need. We're to getting see some it. Yeah. beautiful sunset. 
you just you just have to think about that like in terms of like the last time we used a capsule of our own was yeah. Apollo and I mean everything was just like literally one and done. Mm-hmm. I mean there's nothing that's reusable on any of that. Yeah, the entire thing you know, was it's crazy. Yeah, and in just the savings and that is really a like it, 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 the the fact that he's been able to pitch this idea of sustainable rocketry uh, and and show uh, and prove to investors that yes we can do this and we can save you a lot of money be, and it opens up the whole gateway or the whole door of commercial space flight you know if you're a company that's in telecom or something like that and you'd like to get a sat uh, a satellite up in space you've got the FAA regulations all squared away you call SpaceX up mm-hmm. and you're like how much give give us the number we know it's going to be a, a lot but like you can do that now yeah. which is yeah. it's mind-boggling well that and then um like one of the things that we haven't really had a ton of updates on at least that i have seen has been the starship or the bfr yeah but it looks like i mean i have seen some photos like on spacex's instagram and things like that where they're starting to i think uh prepare for Mm -hmm. some launches it looks like they're at least getting some some stuff set up um and and they definitely have a few of the rockets built yeah ready to go um it's just a matter of but i haven't seen any recent testing no unless i'm wrong on that but no, i think what they're what they're doing just to close the loop on that is building up an infrastructure there in texas that can sustain a fairly rapid uh, turnaround time of the boosters because like you know with the um with the starship the booster is intended to be utilized just like these falcon nines mm-hmm. reuse it over and over again and so the um everyday astronaut guy we talked mm-hmm. about this last time but his youtube video part two of the interview came up uh he just did part two recently and he is back at starbase in texas and it's vastly bigger like they are yeah. just building out different you know, all sorts of warehouses and things yeah. it's becoming I, a new yeah i want to go back to the like the economical side of this or the yeah the industry side of this like the fact that they can make these launches as as rapidly as they can you know and you said you know companies could send stuff up yeah you think about like what are what's a a company that everybody uses a cell phone like so verizon at&t um you know team i I don't know if t-mobile has their own Mm -hmm. but the big players verizon at&t they have the money to do this oh yeah like soon enough you're not gonna need i mean i don't i don't know what the bandwidth for like a satellite to a tower is but like if you had enough satellites up there orbiting you literally could have no cell tower yeah yeah i mean you could have internet everywhere at every time you know or there's not gonna be dead spots there's not gonna be like and those are the type of companies that you would think are jumping on this thinking all right what's the best way to yeah and i think ourselves ahead of the competition it's an interesting insight because you look at what um, Elon is doing with Starlink and that's his other kickoff company where he's pairing up with obviously SpaceX to launch all these satellites up and they're becoming kind of their own telecom yeah. like company. You yeah. know, like if you're in um, a fairly third world area, maybe, you know, um, kind of like a desert area in Africa, like there are certain areas like, okay, the satellites are around there, like they're looping at the you know you could didn't buy a didn't Starlink Ukraine ask him to yeah and, and he did yeah, yeah, yeah he so like they send you a kit and it's like a little thing that like t- 
takes down the signal. It looks like a little like solar panel kind of. Okay. You put it in your house or whatever, and it just takes mm-hmm. down the signal from the satellites and transmits it all to your devices. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And but I think it's all a good point because you look at the telecom companies, Verizon and all these, and they, I feel like are hanging on to just I don't know the old school way of doing things. David's rocking Elon tonight. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. He is rocking the Elon. I was trying to signal to him. Oh, okay. Like, what? What? I you need a next. beer? What? Yeah. <laughs> but Elon's... What is it, like, boy? His foresight to, to even understand this side of it, where it's like, you know Verizon and T-Mobile and all these big companies, Sprint, whatever it is. I think T-Mobile and Sprint are the same now. But they, they've probably looked into doing that, and, and but they realize like they're going to like sap everything... They, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's certain companies that will actually put a halt on innovation yeah. because they have like, they're just like rolling in cash yeah, totally. with the current model, you totally. know? Yeah. And so they're like, oh yeah, I, it, yeah, it's really weird. And so Elon kind of, just like he did with electric vehicles, yeah. he has a front row seat right now right. with this and just like he yeah. does with... And now all of the major automotive manufacturers are trying to catch up to him. Yeah. Yeah. GM, Ford, Toyota, yeah. whoever... They're all trying to catch up to what a Tesla is. Yeah, it's like Which, the, the yeah. Go ahead. I got to drive a Tesla. That's one yes, thing you did. since last episode. I think Jeremiah to do. Yeah. yeah, I was over there dropping off. What was off. that like? <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, we uh, we did a lap around just kind of like uh, East Grand Rapids area, and then went to the East Belt Line, and I got to pin, you know pin it for a yeah a couple you times. You gave it the beans. I did. I did. It was like zero to seventy five and like what three four, seconds three seconds three, yeah like, it's it was crazy so fast the one thing that you have to get used to though is the accelerator when you let off the accelerator the car essentially breaks yeah. immediately the engine just it's you know the engine's breaking so yeah and but an it's, electric um, engine yeah. has that resistance um, yeah so but it was really cool it, it was, was cool. it's such a cool yeah. experience being inside of a tesla to feel that acceleration the only thing like it is honestly a roller coaster like you get that instant or maybe a jet in you know a jet airplane mm-hmm. where you get that instant like zero to boom, like you yeah. it just slams you back I felt some g's yeah you feel the g's in a tesla if you if you give it the beans even and, even like a electric golf cart versus a gas golf cart mm-hmm. like it when you put the pedal down on an electric cart it it goes some of them are like they give you whiplash yeah i mean you can't hit it soft enough to like do a smooth takeoff yeah but it, it's like instant velocity yeah it, there's no lag of anything it's just you're gone and then yeah you, you put that into a, a automobile that's got all-wheel drive traction control you know it's just it's crazy it is and i think as a segue down into what will become our break i'm going to bring us into the metaphysical moment oh okay. do tell just think about this what you're just describing there, electric golf cart versus a gol- uh, gas golf cart. I think, you know, everyone can understand at least that aspect. A gas vehicle, it takes longer to get up to speed. And just the idea, though, that, like, humans as a species have figured out a way to harness electricity, which is somewhat mind-blowing in and of itself. These, like, atoms just bouncing. And you've harnessed, like, all these atoms bouncing together super fast in terms of transmitting that into actual energy mm-hmm. to power something to move. <laughs> yeah. To propel yourself. To propel. Yeah. To propel Versus the, the combustion, and you're just literally 
making little explosions happen and you're doing you're kind of doing the same thing but you're tackling it from the more inefficient way yeah yeah and just that whole the physics of all that is is pretty pretty wild when you think about it (laughs) pretty soon there'll be vehicles with their own uh gravitational field and yeah (laughs) oh that that was a good podcast before we wrap it up yeah that was a good podcast uh rogan had this this week with Mm -hmm. He's a PhD in. I didn't listen to this one. Did Did you listen, yeah. Matt? Yeah, I did. I'll have to look up what it what his what his name was, but um, it was it was awesome. They yeah. talked about like different ways that vehicles would be able to propel themselves through space and et cetera. We'll get into it in the second half. That's a yes. tease. Okay. okay. Yes, okay. that's a perfect tease. Uh, we will transition into our second half with our Berg break. Presented by Underberg. If you don't have a Berg, go get one. Go get your Berg. We had them um, last night. Go have them again tonight. Yes. A perfect way to get yourself from the first half over to the second half and feeling bright and alert. We'll see you in a bit. Cheers. 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 Eclipse on Tap is also brought to you by Ecliptic Brewing. Ecliptic Brewing, located in Portland, Oregon, brings you the best space beers ever made. Oh, without a doubt. The space beer trend is big. But no one does. They, they own it. Oh, they yeah. own it. They absolutely yeah. own it. Legendary brewmaster John Harris really brings together his passion for space and beer together in now two locations in Portland, Oregon, Ecliptic Brewing and the Moon Room. Moon Room looks awesome. Gotta check it out. If you live in the Pacific Northwest, make it make it a destination. Some of the best beer you'll ever have. Go to the website too. Yeah. Ecliptichbrewing.com. Check them out today. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, second half of episode 55. For the Berg break, uh, we're coming back off of this, and we're about to cheers. We'll do the glass clink yeah. to the end of it. Oh, man. Oh, is it tight on there? It was, that one's tight, yeah. Tink, 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 tink. Cheers. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh. So tasty. When it hits the lips. Man. <coughs> I love the burn at the end. It yeah. just gets into you. If you get a little Cinnamon-y. bit on your lips, too, you really feel the burn on your lips. If you yeah. In there, yeah. If your it's lips so are good. chapped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. You, I, 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 I do find... I like to get my lips deliberately chapped and have an underberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a masochist. <laughs> underberg, yeah. It really does you well, though, to get you over into the second half of what you're doing. After Thanksgiving meal, for example, Fourth of Go- Fourth of July, out on the grill and all this, we will have Underberg. What's on the cap? There you. The, yeah, yeah, it's there you. What's in the middle? It's I don't like know. An a or something. Yeah, I think it's uh, part of the original the German name. I don't know. Maybe it's the 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 mountains. We should probably know I'm not that. Sure. Yeah. No, I know yeah. that's like the old school logo. That's the German logo. Okay. Um, and as is the one on the bottle. The one that's on the shirt. And the one that's on our kit is the Underberg America logo. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess ours kind of like does a bend to it, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's that's in the uh, in the U.S. But that's this is the OG logo on the bottle. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be cool to do like a one-off kit, like a specialty one with like the OG Underberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll do the wool jersey. All like green. That. All green. Yes. No. Oh lord, that, I've always wanted an all green that, kit. Well, that, all green Underberg kit. That or 
green with white have... sleeves. Maybe. That like, would look no, in green. the wool jersey? That'd look kind of cool. All green. Okay. All, all green. green. All green. All right. That would be it. That Go would ahead. be cool. Be a Gen Z. Go no, ahead. don't you think like the, the green, the sprinter's jersey at the tour? The all green. Mm-hmm. Like when, yeah. when Robbie McEwen would be in the green and he'd have like the full green bibs and jersey. Well, yeah. I mean, that Underberg kit would be primo. It might, it, uh, it might work out. Who knows? Next year. Maybe we'll just do a full on green kit anyway. I mean, I'm saying we do that, the Mercury yeah. will rise. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Even if hot. But, or or if we did we keep the the navy and pink and we do that as like the you know how we did the the totality edition kit yeah. with the black and white? Yeah. It was the one off. It was kind of like the the fall kit. Mm-hmm. All green would be it would be cool. It would, well, I mean, the only I was thinking it'd be a cool mountain bike kit, but the only problem being you don't want to be camo in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like going into the fall. <laughs> You're like green yeah. screen color. We could do all green with like orange underberg logo. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> and get like hunting hats and yeah, <laughs> overalls and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, who knows? The EOT clothing line. We just have a seasonal clothing line. Yes, comes out. Yeah, and it's just us modeling it. So it's just these pale white dudes. <laughs> In the break, we were we were doing a little. Uh, shooting competition in david's backyard with his uh air gun yes it's very um it's a just a little it's a red rider red rider yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't call us like gunsmen hey i, I <laughs> got, got it i got it the first time david and i got it first try took yeah. me about 12 <laughs> yeah now where is it honey <laughs> where's the spotter on this thing where's the compass yeah, that was fun. It was a good that time. Was fun. It was uh-huh. a good a good way to spend the break between uh, first half and second half in one, episode. 55. One thing I did want to mention it, it's a uh, piece of news that we we were talking about space stuff before the break, but the alignment of some planets right now at uh, just like just before night, um, mm-hmm. you'll be able to see them kind of at dusk. Uh, but there's five planets right now that are in alignment. Um, with their respective orbits, they actually are aligned with their respective orbits around the sun, which is crazy to me. Are we and on that the, line? N- well, I mean, no. No. Oh. We, we can see the line. We, yeah, but, but yeah. we're not in it. No. Yeah. But maybe we, I don't know, maybe we would be if you were at one of the further away planets, maybe we would be in line with them. I, I would imagine maybe. We, I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question, actually. That is a very good question. Because if you were in line... Would you look at the no. three in front of you and just see like one? Because you're all yeah, in, uh, yeah. You, you wouldn't be able to see them all in one in one no. big view. Uh, view yeah. yeah, no, no. That but um, so it's got to be what Mercury. Hold on a second. I had it up. Can we see Mercury? Yep. Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Jupiter, Jupiter. Hold on. Mars. Okay, got it. So mm-hmm. rare five planet alignment. Um, here we go. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. And then actually on the 25th through the 28th of June, the moon is actually going to be in alignment with them too. Wow. The moon will be on the way far right. So it'll be six things that you'll be able to see kind of in a little You arc. probably won't be able to see Mercury very well. It's going to get polluted out. Um, you will be able to see it. Um, it's, it's, it's lower on the horizon. So... 
And it's it's yeah. so hard to find anyway. Yeah, it's mm. it's low on the horizon. So at Venus is obviously going to be the the brightest one. Yeah, uh, outside of Jupiter, Mars, outside of the Moon, Mars is a little bit. Well, once the Moon is in alignment, the Moon obviously will be a little bit, a mm-hmm. little bit uh, brighter. But, I would I would think. You know, it makes you wonder though, like but, what? How? I mean, this can't happen often, where you get five of the nine planets in our solar system um, all lined up. Yeah, it's like a sign. Mm-hmm. Is it pointing at something? Could be. The aliens. I don't know. They've aligned it. This is the time. Who knows? Yeah. But it's uh, it brings up the good question. And, and it is just kind of wild to think about these celestial events, these ones that really come along once in a blue moon, or more so than a blue moon. Yeah. Um, and it is, it, it puts everything into perspective a little bit. It's and there, cool. there is a, um, I have to... All right. So there is something like right now, what is the phase of the moon that we, or what type of moon are we looking at right now? Um, just along the lines that you mentioned, blue moon and all that oh, yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm just saying waxing. Like, Cause I think Give there, us. I think there is one there. There's a unique currently. Uh, yeah. It's like a red moon or something like that. Yeah. Um, the strawberry moon or whatever. Yeah. It might it. be strawberry moon. I think it is, but yeah. So I think I'd have to look that up a little bit more, mm-hmm. but it is a, there's a unique, type of moon that you'll see in the sky as well so yeah definitely same moon just you know different, different shade view. yeah it's yeah. it's the same yeah. moon no yeah. kidding yeah same exact <laughs> no one kidding. same exact they one they put the same one out every yeah. night same one same it pops exact up one. Every, and the same every time. the same led bulb turns on during the day every single day wow yeah so but um yeah that's like I think that's, as far as getting out and looking up, that's a good little, you know, thing for people to go yeah. do right now. Absolutely. You know, if you're, uh, if you have a decent view of the horizon, I think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if you live in a city, well, sorry. Yeah. Go to you a, might have too much light pollution, but if you're yeah. in a place that's got very little light pollution. Lake Michigan yeah. would be a good spot to see that right it, now. Uh, I would yeah, think. absolutely would. Yeah. Where you're away yeah. from I, the city. You can, you can see Jupiter and Saturn even in light pollution. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you might not be able to pick up Mercury or or any of the others, but yeah. You can see Jupiter and Saturn. I feel like pretty much any any time it's a clear night, you can pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got visibility Venus beyond is the clouds. Pretty, Venus is always up there too. So Yeah. Venus, we saw Venus during the eclipse. We did. That was crazy. That was during the partial in yeah. the afternoon or whatever. It was two something in the afternoon, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, one one forty. One thirty. Okay. So yeah. But yeah, as soon as it went totality, we saw Venus. It was crazy. Yeah, it got that dark out where you could see yeah. Venus out in That's the sky. Cool. It was very cool. The just looking out at the night sky and seeing planets, uh and, and to see multiple planets lined up, it's it's mind boggling and uh a very cool phenomenon. So if you're in an area where you can see the night sky very well. I'm good. Um, just get out, look up. See yeah. if you can find yourself in that line. Hey, yep. um, I'm going to pause here because I've got a shirt on. Yes. And we've talked about David's shirt, Elon. And we've talked about yeah. your shirt, Native yep. Species. Now I talk yeah. about yours. Let's talk about mine. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful and shirt. Notice anything about this shirt? Yeah. What? I do. It's got all the planets on it and you are planet of the month. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Perfect timing. Anybody have any guesses? Yeah. Hmm. I do. I think I do. I I don't. No? David, go ahead. Mercury. 
Yes, sir. Boom. He, 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 keep, he kept mentioning Mercury. The whole he kept saying like, "Oh, that's gonna be hot as Mercury on Granton's racetrack." And uh, like, I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew it. Come on, uh, that was good. Very that nice. was a good, good one, wasn't it? The problem is, is that I won, so now it's back to me. Yeah, and that was so fucked anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We yeah. can we can roll tide. We've got the first one down. Congratulations. The first ever Planet of the Month was presented by me, Dave One. Yeah. So, good work. Very good work. I got it. You picked up on it. I got I, it. I kept saying Mercury. You picked up on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was that was a very good sneaky. Did you notice edition. though? I, no, I really didn't. Back, you didn't pick back, up on me? Thinking back, now I see it. Yeah. But at the time, I you you did a nice job there. Thank you. Yeah. First yeah. ever Planet of the Month. I... I just kept hearing you say Mercury. You're like, what about Mercury? What about? And then you just a couple times, like brought it up in like a, like a transitional, like conversational thing. Like just like out of the blue, like you added Mercury to whatever yeah. thing you could add. Yeah. You could I, say, but very, very. In the first half, I only dropped it once. This half, I started dropping it a lot, and that that's when I went to uh, Planet of the Month. Does anybody have any guesses? And yeah. Davo, you picked up. I got. I made it. it obvious, but you picked up. A fantastic observation. Yeah. I did not pick up on any of the, the clues that Nathan was laying down. Now that I've heard... The clues were, obvious, were pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first half, like, it wasn't. Because yeah. the only reference I made in the first half was... Gratton. Gratton being like riding on the surface yeah. of Mercury. But then you made another comment that was like... You said something about like... You said you mentioned Mercury of some, like something yeah. like... Um, mercury rising or something like that yeah like, the mercury was, was rising yeah yeah and then uh and then when i was talking about the alignment of the planets he just kept saying mercury what about mercury you probably can't see mercury can you see mercury <laughs> i'm just like well i didn't even know if you guys remembered that we that i was planted i knew on. i knew, and I knew okay. well that's that i kind of connected the dots i knew it going in earlier today but i didn't say anything to you when we were going uh to uh guitar center and the the car wash yeah and I knew it then. I didn't want to remind you about it because I wanted to see if you'd remember. Yeah. yeah. And then... Oh, I had it in mind all day. Then you mentioned you're going to wear a special shirt to the podcast tonight. And then you showed up with that on. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. He know. Yeah, he, he remembered. Planet that's literally... Captain Planet. That's, that's literally everything. We, you know, there's these Pluto on there. There's all a the comet. options. There's an asteroid. Yeah. All the game options are right there on Nathan's yes. shirt. But you can play any way you want. Like, it yeah. doesn't have yeah. to be saying the name like I did. I mean, I you, you know you could reference red, and that could be Mars, or that could be the red spot on Jupiter. Like you, mm-hmm. can, you can do anything, or you could talk about. I could talk about. Hey, I got stung by a hornet last weekend, and I had to take my ring off mm-hmm. because yeah. my hand got too swollen, and my ring would mm-hmm. have needed to be Saturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can. But do, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to say it that. I know, but I, I'm but just saying. Ring. I'm giving ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving ideas. You can, you can, you could play it, it any way you want. You can make it any anything you want it to be. Really, yeah. yeah. Any way you want it. Uh, that's, that's the way, way you, you got want it. it. Yeah. How does that song? That's the way you get it. Any way you want it. Isn't that how it goes? I can't remember. No, no, no. <laughs> that's probably terrible. Uh, but it is going to be a fun game. So David, now you are captain planet again, again, that's it's back to so where it started. The pressure is really on now. Yeah. Now you got to come yeah. through next. So month. the funny thing is so like the, the one time that I'm, I wasn't planet of the, uh, or captain planet was the day. That, uh, this is the one time, like I remembered 
you had Captain it ripped from Planet. you and i had it and i think maybe that's what it took it took that being <laughs> given the greatest gift of all mm. and then ripped just it was just taken just away ripped. it was just, just taken away, away and you were dedicated to, yeah. to becoming the next yeah captain planet i yeah. had to earn it i think to really appreciate it yeah, yeah. it couldn't Which be I, gifted i kind of did earn it last time because we i mean paper scissors rock but if that that's earning it, right? Now you've won it in the yeah. game. Yeah. No, I've actually won it. So. The, the, it's one small yeah. step for man. Yeah. <laughs> Your destiny is fulfilled. It, yes. Like They should make it's an ESPN back. 30 for 30 about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this boy was given the greatest gift. He never gift. thought he'd win it back. Planet of the month, that is. And it was until it, it was not one Saturday night in a warm June evening. David, oh, I know David. Gimpy leg, six foot, <laughs> club foot. <laughs> all the interviews you could make yeah. it. In. All the interviews just like I a, overcame all God's obstacles, <laughs> and I became planet of the month. <laughs> <laughs> just sometimes just, that's what it what it takes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you could also do like you'd be interviewing me about it, and, like, like the journey I went through mm-hmm. psychologically, physically, the training I went through <laughs> to get to that point to win it back. Yeah. yeah. The first round, he was on a he was on a drought of six weeks. Yeah. Or no, it was like six months. You know, it, it pretty six much tells drought. the story of an NFL player who was gonna be the terrorized at halftime well no he was like the and top. came back and played in the second <laughs> yeah. half learned <laughs> learned how to walk again in halftime i'm thinking like a guy who was projected to be the first round draft pick everything is going great he's going to get drafted first round and then he gets injured and all the teams that are going to draft him are like mm. he's a 12th round pick and then he Goes comes back. Super so. Bowl champions. He overcomes his injuries. It's like you go like it's like you're a veteran and you're kind of like you're a free agent. Yeah. And you're, they're just looking for a one year deal. Yeah. And, and you show you're an yeah. aging veteran. Yeah. Aging and quite. You just, aging you just quite landed well. a deal. Aging quite well, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah. 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 But what a, what a comeback! What a comeback! <laughs> I just I can't wait. I can't wait for next month and to remember. To remember Planet of the Month on that episode, 56. I look forward to yeah. it. Yeah. In August. And maybe, really maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have a special guest on. Maybe we'll have a, a guest. Maybe we can play well, with been, them too. Yeah, we've been hitting but, up a uh, potential partner for the podcast. He yeah. Was, he had duties last month, and then we're coming up on Father's Day. I think he's doing a... Yeah, Father's we've got Day some night. guests up our sleeve. Um, we also are hoping to have the um, solar eclipse timer on as well. Yeah. He, he reached out. Um, it kind of is a good update. Um, the, I think it's solar eclipse timer or just even eclipse timer uh, are his social media handles, but wrote the book about how to prepare for 2024. And he uh, reached out to us. He said he really enjoyed last episode, episode 54, uh, hearing us kind of give a little shout out to his book. And I thought that was generous of him to, to kind of follow up with us and um he did express that um he, he would absolutely love to have a conversation with us so i think um in the coming months here we'll get something yeah. connected with him yeah um gordon telepin is his name it's not actually a good doctor yeah it's not actually do- dr solo dr e clips timer yeah 
It is, um, yeah, Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the podcast, Gordon. Um, it'll, be, it'll be a good to pick his brain. We actually watched some videos of his. Yes. That he's got. Um, we we went deep down a rabbit hole. We <laughs> we did some smarter every day, which was a cool episode that we watched. Um, with it was he was in a, a what was it? What kind of jet was that that he went? F eighteen. F eighteen. Yeah. yeah. The Hornet. And it was it was to um, basically like the goal of the whole thing was to see how many G's that he could take mm-hmm. and what was his limit. And it was pretty cool. If you have the opportunity, I would check that out. Yeah, you get down the rabbit hole on people that are, I mean, I give all the credit to people like that where they're the smarter everyday guy, the everyday astronaut guy. Like these people are so passionate about what it is that they take interest in, you know, even even if it is a hobby. And they get down such a uh, kind of a pathway to ultimately, in a lucky case, maybe, you know, like some of these folks maybe got certain opportunities, but ultimately they make that their job. That's their living yeah. uh, to an extent. That's what we're doing right here. And, yeah, exactly. Here Making dreams come true. Making, yeah. but, but just to think like that smarter everyday guy, I mean, he obviously comes from an aerospace engineering background, but I don't think you could have told him. 10 years ago like hey you're gonna be making a full-time living yeah doing youtube videos about engineering mostly space stuff yeah. things like that the guy is ridiculously smart oh like so smart he yeah. it just he, he's got the ultimate engineer's mind we should reach out to him screw it like we have we a have mutual connection we do yeah and and actually perfect segue that mutual connection is gordon telepin yep dr solar eclipse timer well gordon Doctor, Doc, I'm sorry, Doctor Gordon. Doctor Gordon, we'll see you next episode. Yes, um, I think it would be a lot of fun to get to know him a little bit better. Chat with him about his uh, book project, his app, the the thing that kind of got him on the map with eclipses, uh, that kind of walks you through, times you through uh, partial eclipse, total solar, when the n- different stages of the eclipse He's, are happening. The, yeah, the, the crazy thing. So we watched a couple of videos where uh, people were utilizing his. Um, his what he basically his whole program and there's actually yeah. voice prompts mm-hmm. when you're at an eclipse to tell you when things are going to happen obviously that is very much um, custom to the type of eclipse and where the eclipse is because that's very everything's based on obviously specific timing for that yeah. but that was really cool it was very you, cool you know if you um if you get the opportunity check them out on youtube yeah, and yeah. It, it the app is available in like multiple languages now, and it it works off of your location. So based on where you are, and as long as you've got your you know your phone's GPS turned on, um, it can tell you if an eclipse is around essentially, and and you know it, you know you're kind of maybe you're a first time eclipse viewer, um, and you kind of need some help understanding what is the partial, what is the total. I mean, you everyone knows what the total would be, but. It's a very resourceful app, I feel, uh, and it would be a lot of fun to have him on. The segue between him and Smarter Every Day um, is when the 2017 eclipse occurred. Smarter Every Day went to, I believe it was Wyoming or somewhere in that area, Colorado. It was like halfway through the totality path. Yep. And they wanted to get essentially a, a, a really great photo of the partial eclipse but while the ISS was transiting. Yeah. So they used Dr. Gordon Telepin's app to help them in that journey of capturing such an image. Um, that was that was probably 
like outside of the experience we had the the second best coolest thing i've seen come out of the 2017 eclipse that video of them doing that like my own experience has to be number one yeah but then the second thing that i thought was the coolest that and then like some of the shots from like people on the planes and all that kind of stuff yeah those are cool Um, too yeah and then the the actual uh u.s air force sent like cameras up there to chase it as well i believe yeah they did they tracked it um and just i I think the one cool thing about that video is he kind of had to ask like a farmer in the area it was like wyoming or something i have an idea yes when you're done yes this is the last bit wyoming farmer guy in in the smarter everyday crew comes there to film this eclipse and they talk to this guy and he's like yeah whatever I maybe I don't know if there was a transaction there monetarily for him to lend his land away uh, for a little bit there, but at the end he brings that farmer into the screen for a second and they get to, they're watching the eclipse together and the guy's like actually crying mm-hmm. like the farmer guy he and you yeah. can tell when they first showed up he's like yeah you guys can sit you know you can sit here and use this spot he's like I don't know this is kind of like whatever yeah I'm a farm boy yeah and then I think um. Once it actually happened, he was blown away. Yeah. Life-changing, blown away. Yeah, like he was literally crying. It was it was a very cool video. Check it out. I have an idea. Yes, your idea. All right. First question is, how many of the people on that plane that day that witnessed the eclipse knew that they would be in the path of totality? I think it was like planned. Because they, that, was, that was the thing. It was, it was planned like... You think of the odds of a just normal flight going up and um, it being in the path of totality. Very what, slim. What do you think the odds are we could find a flight because August of next year that would be in the path of totality? August or April. April. Two two years for 2024, are you saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah that would find a flight that would be in the path of totality and we all witness it on a plane together. Because it would be... Cool. Come on. I mean, cool. I, I would like to be like on the ground with everybody to experience it with the whole family. But um, those are like very, very specialized flights that like more or less chase the totality. Shadow, yeah, I'm, the I'm not sure. I, like I know the jets chased it for sure. And then, but there, I feel like there was one, maybe it was like a Frontier Airlines flight yeah. that like happened to. And people that had their own second. planes too. That, yeah. That, yeah. When we, that was like what we saw. Um, even for planes flying in not necessarily to see it from the airplane but um one of the things like your dad always talks about is right after totality was completed like literally it was back into partial uh we were in hopkinsville kentucky like in kind of a very remote area of kentucky and there were so many private planes taking off from our location i would say probably like 20 or more remember that after just all the planes yeah yeah and it it's it, it, it I, I guess that's a good thing. It goes to show that even those that can afford a private jet are still yeah <laughs> still yeah. interested in the eclipse. So um, NetJets, if you want to sponsor Eclipse on Tap, yes, contact we, us we at happily happily be partners with you. <laughs> that would be that's yeah, just to like be able to fly around like that. No, I was just thinking like it, it, it's not like something that you can catch every year, but. If it was something that was more common, mm-hmm. it would be so fun to just, all right, we're going to fly down to Texas and then get on this flight that's going to go from Texas to Indianapolis. 
for this eclipse and then the next one you're someplace else or whatever but because it's like it's going to happen next year and then it's going to be what 2048 that the next one is yeah, i think it's quite a few years yeah well, quite a while we do yeah. we, we were talking uh, when we were up at uh merlin we were mm-hmm. talking about the future eclipses and there is one when we're we'll be quite old yeah but it'll be coming through michigan yeah it will and it's uh in line with our whole area including you know obviously lake michigan we were saying how cool would it be to see an eclipse over lake michigan without the horizon blocking any view you're just looking out at the water with an eclipse would just be extreme i i can't i would imagine that's like the precipice of eclipse chasing um that's why i think everyone in antarctica when they watch eclipses there talks about how vivid they are because there's nothing it's just ice and water around you yeah so um to see it on the lake i think we would be weren't we saying we'd be like i'm pretty old like in our late 80s or 90s no we would be or like over almost 100 a, we'd be almost 100 almost I think. 100 yeah i'd be yeah. gone yeah. 30 years before that <laughs> yeah so we'll see maybe yeah. maybe we'll make it um we'll put you on life support nathan for stay it. tuned for all right our, wheel uh, him out he's uh, here he's <laughs> not really here but he's here <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to eclipse on tap episode 1372 welcome back to eclipse on tap <laughs> The podcast where we talk about <laughs> eclipses and space. Nathan, your thoughts Fuck. on that topic? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the it's just his microphone uh, next to um, him. That's just his ventilator. Yeah, next to just this like oxygen tank. It's like oh, there's a nurse sitting here with him. We're, She's the featured we, guest. We would Why actually we'd actually have to like. We'd actually probably have to have it in his like medical room, <laughs> so we'd bring the podcast to him. Yeah. Oh man, it's a long time away. That's yeah. the good thing. But uh, for I don't know for the next generation. I mean, Emerus will be like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, can you Maybe. can you guess what planet I said this month? <laughs> <laughs> it's back to Mercury. <laughs> Nathan doesn't have a guess, I guess. <laughs> Say something. Can you picture that? Though? I just have a bib around my neck. Stop this rule. Say from something, going down damn it. My neck. Can you imagine, though, for that eclipse, like Emrys is going to be like 80? Oh, I think we lost him. <laughs> yeah. Emrys. That's crazy. Emrys, he's going to be an old man. Yeah. It's it it the it just goes to show the the extreme distances at times um, that eclipses just it's a celestial event it doesn't yeah. happen very often and the fact that we are getting 2017 and 2024 in North America is pretty rare like it, yeah. I mean it's a once in a multi lifetime type th- deal think about if you're Carbondale they yeah they get totality both times that's crazy that might be like something beyond what are the odds what? like literally what are the sheer odds that's got to be just what's insane. really crazy is like the well i mean it, it is crazy that we get to see a couple within what five not even well no six seven years or whatever mm-hmm. what's even crazier is like six seven years in the scheme of the universe isn't even doesn't even touch the radar yeah it's not even a blink like yeah 
it's wild. It's crazy. It it, it really is. It yeah. um, it boggles the mind because I mean it. Like I said earlier, it kind of puts things back into perspective when we were talking about the planets aligned. You know, all up in the sky. It just when you have these celestial events, it is um something that is life changing. I do believe yeah. that actually. Like it, when you see like the eclipse, it just or you just feel life, like you're I mean, like what <laughs> our life isn't our lives aren't the same. Like, yeah, like we wouldn't have this podcast if it weren't for that. Exactly. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. And Lucky Gordon, Gordon wouldn't written, have written a book. And I mean, yeah. it, it really does like, you know, in, in going back even into, um, I don't, maybe not ancient times, but like, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, you hear these stories of these farmers that would see an eclipse and just like one, like it, no one knew what it was. It's so mystical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when it happens and now that we can at least track them and uh, predict them literally to the minute we have the ability to better understand them but it is it is cool it's cool to think about yeah so but Gordon Telepin uh, check out his book yeah check him out if you uh, need some uh, prepping for 2024 I would re- highly recommend yeah checking that info out that he's got posted and yeah, um, utilizing all his, all the stuff that he has made. I mean, I think he's, does he have pretty much everything um, set for, I mean, it, he's got like more or less like a how to prep and get ready and where to be and the types of places to go if you have the ability to go there for yeah. eclipses in general. Right. But I, does he have anything for like the upcoming, I mean, I know probably has something for 2024 mm-hmm. already, but I wonder if he's got them for all over the world. Is that right or no i don't know i i think he is definitely what? harnessing that same energy as like when we were down uh for 2017 there's definitely a push for like this is the next great america next great north american solar eclipse the last one that came through here was quite a while ago like people were trying to get everyone hyped up and and to some extent they were su- successful in that um and I think the extra added value was like, not only do you get this one, but in just a few years later, everyone can get to see it again. Yeah. Um, and I think he's kind of like the, that that inspired him, I think, to write this book. You know, he knows that the North American audience is in tune because even somebody like us, like we, I, I, I do believe that we've inspired some people that saw the uh, eclipse in, we'll call it Michigan, yeah, and they saw the partial, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I saw the eclipse," but we're like, "No, no, you didn't." Yeah. Hopefully, that turned them. So you he's, know who he's somebody <laughs> who's a product of that. I think. Who, who we need to do an interview is Sarah Jessica Parker. She had the best best reaction to the 2017 eclipse ever. I don't remember. I didn't. I didn't even, oh, where's my phone? Hang on, I'll get it. I don't remember this. Oh, this I will be good. I did not. This will be this good. One. They were. There were some funny reactions for sure. Yeah, there were celebrity some, reactions. There were some funny, funny reactions. I think, um, I think even our reaction was pretty funny. If you watch our video yeah. on YouTube, yep, we're all giggly and we're like schoolboys. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, a truly unbelievable experience where it, it astounds you in a way that um, makes you feel like a kid, and you just you you don't really know what to do. You're like, well, this is something else what did sarah jessica parker what was describe her reaction hang on i'll find it it's 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 just 
there's another there's, there's no another way. guy one of the f- oh, yeah, uh, right, funny right, ones right. is the, this guy that's on a, a plane a commercial oh, yeah. flight that one's I've got it. Yeah. so good yeah i've got it i found it hang on i gotta get through the ads here skip ads we made it oh my god <laughs> we saw it monday solar eclipse captured america's attention Parker. <laughs> so it was hey, Alaska I, Airlines this guy was on. Hey, oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Live from EOTNN. This one. Wow, look at that. Here it comes. Oh my God, look at it. Here comes the shadow. Look at that. It's like a tornado. Oh my God, here we go. Here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Here we go. Look at this. Oh my god, it's coming. The moon's shadow is coming. The moon? It is coming. Oh my god, here it comes. Look at this. I've never seen it like this, ever. Only in a plane. No flashes. Oh my god, here we go. Look at it. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, my God. It's coming right over. It's like a storm. Look at this. This oh guy's God. terrible. Getting close. Getting Come close. here, son. Look oh, out the window. Oh, my God. Corona. There it is. Corona. Barry's beads. Barry's beads. Diamond ring. Look at that. Corona. Totality. Totality. Right. Wait, <laughs> so wait. This, this guy. Sarah, Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker. Hang on. That's. I mean, that's what you're like when you're when yeah. you're there, though. You are astounded. That's what we were, we were basically doing the same thing. Ah, yeah. All right, here, here it comes. There's like a narrator on this one. Here it comes. Matthew, yes, exactly. It's so humbling. It's so <laughs> extraordinary. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's the double rainbow. They're oh, likening yeah. it to the double rainbow. Yeah. Everyone is becoming obsessed. All right. <laughs> what? She, she goes, oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God. It's happening. <laughs> uh, it just goes to show yeah. that, like, even somebody, uh, it, it, it can it can knock somebody even at the top of the world, like in terms of you know her success and everything. She's just like, wow, this yeah. is. I'm just a I'm a human being on this planet. Even, uh, <laughs> even the Sarah the Jessica Parker. SJP. Yeah. <laughs> even her, she can be uh, astounded just just as just alike to us. Yep. Um, it is cool. And I, I do appreciate Gordon reaching back out. I, we didn't, I didn't give him the best shout out on the last episode. I couldn't remember his name off the top of my head. And my, my, I just didn't have access to, to find it at the time. So Gordon Telepin is his name. And his website is solareclipsetimer.com. And his handle is at Eclipse Timer or Solar Eclipse Timer, depending on the social media. Okay. Yeah. So he can find his book, $7.99. It's a good deal. Yeah. It's worth it. The Prepare best. yourself, folks. There'll Prepare. be a quiz on episode yeah. 56. Yes. You'll be quizzed. I wonder where he's going for 2024. That, that'd that be a good question to ask him. I when mean, maybe he wants to get on the bandwagon. Yeah. We'll yeah. get John Harris and Gordon Telepin out there. Yeah. And the uh, Smarter Every Day. And Smarter. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a party. Yeah. Wherever we, we go. Could be, we could be on an Underberg. episode of Smarter Every Day. Yes. Oh, man. that would be That would be fun. Yeah. That would be an achievement for us. That would be cool. 
that he's really made a name for himself with yeah. that channel. It is uh, exciting to think about, um, and it's really not that far away. Yeah, we've got next summer as kind of a buffer, but then boom, we're right in it. Yeah, April. Yeah. It's it's right there, right after. I mean, it'll be here before we know it. Oh yeah, and um, th- and this is uh, this is really the countdown. This is really this is like the the major countdown to get like your supplies ready to go because the mm-hmm. minute like you wait until uh, it's go time, as we know from 2017, we kind of waited to like get glasses yeah. and all that. We actually got lucky and got glasses there, but start getting your shit together now. Yes, and get your plan together now. You know, and actually, we have a newspaper clipping over here in the the actual pub mm-hmm. um, in the Granite Pits Press. It was it came out like probably a month ago, month and a half ago. They had an article about preparing for the eclipse already. Yeah, just in our local paper. Yeah. So. So yeah, like the the like normal or like local and news media, uh, they're gonna start making it a thing soon. And so make sure you get your eclipse classes, because they are going to be limited. David's going to get his, I think. Yes. Yep. Here he comes. Yes, the local newspaper. Here he comes. Yes. The local newspaper. Twenty twenty four. That is a great. Uh, we'll show that to the camera. That is a great uh, diagram they put there. Yeah, it shows both 2017 and 2024. Yeah, but uh, and the what, intersection. Oh, that's actually April 17. So they they put the article out in April because the next eclipse is in April. Yep, two years and in uh, yeah, it's it's um it's never too early to make plans to see the total total solar eclipse. That's the headliner. Mm-hmm. But in, in they're absolutely right. That's yes. what we're talking about right now. Absolutely. I wonder if the uh, Grand Rapids... Is it Grand Rapids Press? Yeah. I wonder if they're listeners. Did we inspire them? <laughs> Maybe we... Did we inspire them? We, we could have. We could have. They didn't quote us in that article, though. No, so. they didn't. Per but the yeah. Eclipse on Tap podcast, we... <laughs> we've learned of a solar eclipse approaching <laughs> the Midwest area. To be at that intersection in Carbondale is... knots. Can you imagine? Like, that is pretty wild. That's like... Right at the X. Yeah. yeah. You're Carbondale, Illinois. And they knew that they were at the X. Like, even in 2017, like, yeah. their pins and everything, like, all the stuff, all their merchandise in 2017 involved 2024 because they, they know that they're at the intersection. And they're this is this might be that town's big break. X marks the spot. They're going to take the advantage. The aliens are going to land there. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Vecna's going to come out of the ground there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But... It's cool that they that they had that article. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to the see race, it in the local news. The race chaser actually uh, called that one out to me because I don't actually get the newspaper, so he oh. he helped me out with that. But shout out to the race chaser. He's uh, fantastic at keeping up with the space news. He really is. Yeah. He's got the uh, magazine that he subscribes. He does a better to. job than we do. Yeah, he. I mean, he just um, is very passionate about it, and it's uh, fun to see. So, kind of getting back, actually, kind of full circle from the beginning. We'll hope to, I really think um, the future is bright for us to be able to have some sort of get out, look up night at speciation. I think uh, that's something I, maybe it's our next step chatting with them and it'll be good, good to lay down the groundwork because we've already agreed that with them, that that's, that's a fun idea. Yeah. So to lay out some of the logistics, that would be. I say we start August, September, October. Yeah. We've got time. Yeah. Like yeah. late summer, early fall. Yeah. Clear nights, yeah. warm nights, less uh, skeeters. Yes. There. A little bit cooler out. You know? Yep. 
and the the night sky coming into the fold a little sooner we'll uh, kind of mesh that with our uh, tic-tac viewing night maybe yes yeah. if we can catch a glimpse of a tic-tac yes you win yeah. a golden ticket yeah. <laughs> you win if a you spot a golden a tic-tac you win a golden ticket <laughs> tonight on eclipse on tap at speciation <laughs> what will they think of next it would be really fun though to build that up and like if that became a thing I would it would be a dream come true to be able to introduce that local community if they've never looked through a telescope before and we could do like shirts and stuff like that could would have cool. been so fun this weekend but like, yeah we yeah could, we could it could be totally should. like a astronomy I, club I seriously think we need to do like the the one I talked about earlier like the light blue with the speciation logo mm. yeah that would and be a good shirt. logo that'd be a really good shirt yeah. it would they're the the colorway of the uh, the blue and pink shirt kind of matches their yeah their current merchandise a bit or their theme yeah it would it would fit it's in, in well. their vibe it's within their vibe yes it's within the bandwidth of their vibe and um yeah all sorts of cool ideas coming down the pipeline we're excited yeah. To hopefully get yeah more people outside looking up at the night sky. Tune in next month for David Williams with Planet of the Month. The <laughs> everyone's just like oh shit. The <laughs> it's back to him. Fuck. <laughs> that would happen. That would happen. It comes directly back to me. The first <laughs> You're week. not gonna remember. No, I this will. is episode. We'll go no. another five episodes, and Matt and I will do rock no. paper scissors again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll, I'll uh, remember this. We're time. on episode. Like we said, this is like a. This is l- truly a Cinderella story. Exactly. We're on episode seven of eight on the 30 for 30. I don't really see how it's a <laughs> Cinderella story, but yes, you better remember. You're back. You're, this is your, your chance at the show. Yeah. This is... Welcome Captain to the Plan. big leagues, pal. <laughs> yeah. You've Go shown on. your talent is worthy. <laughs> now proceed. Yes. It will be good. It will be very, very good. Um... But I think that's a fantastic place to wrap this one up. We had a delicious beer from Ecliptic Brewing, the Maybach Lager. It is, um, it's it's done and dry. That can. That was good. We yeah. that one went down really, really nice. It was a fantastic beer, and we always appreciate them sending those. Um, but if you like what we what we're doing and you like the podcast, go ahead and check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you happen to listen on something like Apple or Spotify, give us a review or a comment, and we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, Follow us on the socials at Eclipse on Tap on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Tic Tac. Oh, we got the Tic Tac now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't forget. Don't forget about Tic Tac. I signed up for Tic Tac just because we have one. Yeah, I saw Uh, that. And the only thing I'd follow was us. Yeah. Oh. I'm not on there yet. I the, gotta do the that. The tic tac. Um, but yeah, it, at Eclipse on Tap, we greatly appreciate you checking us out all the way to the end of this episode 55. We'll see you in the month of July. Cheers, everybody. 56. Cheers. Cheers.